Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hello. Hi. We have had a great conversation before we even started. I'm yeah. mad we weren't recording. I know. First of all, we were still debating, is candy a snack? Or a treat. I think it's a treat. I, I think it's a treat, but then when you're at the movies, it's a snack. I don't know. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's really stressful. It, but it we were stressful. talking like... Is there a need for a good candy or snack podcast? Probably. Like the Doughboys of candy. The Doughboys of sugar. Yeah, if you guys don't listen to Doughboys, I'm into it because it's all about chain restaurants. Uh, one of my favorite ones was about Dairy Queen, which we have... Chill and grill. <laughs> Gotta get that grill and chill. Um, yes. Speaking of, can I talk about what I'm fangirling over? Because it's sort of related to this. Yes. On Instagram, on our Fangirl Fridays podcast Instagram, you posted, guys, how do we really feel about Almond Joys and Mounds? And it was a spirited debate. No one has ever been so interactive with our posts no. before. I loved it. Same on Facebook. Like People were like yeah. coming out the woodwork. People had things to say. Yeah. A girl I went to high school with like, react- like recently reactivated Instagram, and I was like, I feel honored that you were posting about this Mounds Almond Joy People situation. are passionate about them, including yes. one of my best friends. And I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, one of our one of our followers um, was like, it's my favorite. And I immediately was just like, tell me why. Like, I just want to know. I want to I understand. And I don't think I understood that Mounds were dark chocolate. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's not exactly an apples to apples. Like, one just has nuts. Like, right. the jingle is misleading. Because it's like... If you don't like dark chocolate, but you like the nuts, like, there's nothing for you. Like, there were people who were telling us how they had to pick out the almonds from an almond joy to, like, make their own sort of mounds. <laughs> and I was like, this is everything I need in life. Like, we found our people. Thank you. Who makes them? Is Mounds their own company? Uh, good question. Nestle? No. No? That feels wrong. Okay. Well, we'll have to. We'll have maybe to, not. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to investigate. Um, but that's what I was fangirling over. I was just really into the spirited candy debate. I just really felt welcomed. I felt home. I felt home. <laughs> I felt home. That's really what, what I felt. What about you? What are you fangirling over? I'm fangirling over a few things. Okay. Number one, real quick. We were talking about crushed velvet and how it's making a comeback. And I'm fangirling over a statement Marin said. <laughs> she said something about... We were talking um, about satin. I didn't we want it to come satin, back. And she said that she looks like a waterbed when she wears satin, <laughs> which I just loved. I, I just, no one needs it. That early 2000 satin cami look. Oh, I hated that. No with one like needed pearls. Them. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually fangirling. I hate, I hate fangirling over LA-specific things. Mm-hmm. But... But you're going to. But I'm going to. Okay. So... When growing up in the Midwest, your billboards are like lawyers, mm-hmm. Jesus related, yeah. or like abortion, anti-abortion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, what it, my favorite thing here is all of the billboards are TV and movies, it's which amazing. is all I care about and all I want to see when I'm stuck in traffic. So, also, like very dangerous for you and me. It's like very like, oh, what's that? Like yeah. I'm constantly like, getting Stranger into an Things ones are great. They did like basic Stranger Things, and then they also did like a Hawkins electricity one. So if you didn't watch the show, you just didn't get it. Yeah. Um, but there's, it's like new billboard day, uh, like a couple days ago. Uh-huh. And one, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon got a release date and a billboard. And then there's like a Barbara Streisand movie coming out. I saw that one. It's by our office. I've yes. seen it. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Your eyes just lit I almost, up. I like 
I wasn't like close to hitting a car, but I like had to do something because I was like, what is this? <laughs> so I'm really excited about these upcoming events uh-huh. that I'm probably going to fangirl over in the future. Okay. And then speaking of driving here, this morning there was a car trying to pull out of the of a gas station, but instead of just waiting in the gas station area, they like pulled out into the lane oh, so nobody that. could yeah. drive through. Mm-hmm. So I like angrily went around this car yeah. and was like ready to give this person a dirty look and I'm like oh, wait is that Ron Livingston is that Burger <laughs> from Sex and the City <laughs> and I'm 98% sure it was him I mean so am I mad now I'm not sure some of my best celebrity sightings have been in route like the other day I saw Kristen Bell driving in her Tesla SUV she was looking great like short haircut. I feel like I'm not paying atten- enough attention. Oh, yeah. I also um, did see one of my worst car sightings was same situation. Like, you know, when you're driving on Olympic and like it gets backed up and someone was like cutting to make a left, you know, so mm-hmm. they like go all the way across. And it was like, did I say this? Have I told this story? I don't know. It was a like a late 90s Saturn with front end damage. And it was, oh, yeah. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> It was just like, oh, no, it was so sad. Like, legendary porn star? I don't know. And then I texted my husband, and he just responded with, the hedgehog. And I was like, ew, what ew. a gross nickname. Um, and then yesterday, actually, I talked about this on our other podcast, I was completely convinced I saw Chaz Bono driving right next to me until I realized it was an Uber driver, and I felt like Chaz wasn't. Chaz is better than that. Chaz is way better than that. But yeah, those are, those are always I would like ones. to fangirl over Chaz Bono just in on general. American Horror Story. Yeah. Really great job, really killing it. I mean, watch the show; you'll know what happens. But yeah, um, what else? Anything other LA specific things so you're fangirling about? Things. Uh, 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 what? Uh, wait, what? You saw Busy Phillips? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I saw her at the movie theater. We yeah. were at the same movie. Yes, you were. And She's literally everywhere we go. Yeah, and you think that her husband remembers you and Roger? Yeah, because we. Accosted them. Yeah, let me agree. As Roger and I as a pair is very memorable. I oh think. yeah, so uh, tiny blonde white girl, very tall, like bald man in heels. Yeah, <laughs> like, like killing it with leather jackets and heels. Yeah, so many leather jackets, so much great, great plaid. I feel like Roger has some good plaid yeah. that he incorporates. Um, okay, anything else that we want to fangirl over? No, guys. Last time in our mini. Let's be honest. We didn't know what we were going to do. No, we were very confused. (laughs) It was a rough time. We were conflicted. I think we're still, like, getting back into our groove. Yes. But I feel like we're Stella-ing it. I feel like we're getting our groove back. Yeah. Um, So, here's what we're going to do. We have talked about a lot of shows. We we didn't feel like we could commit to to a 10-season to show, like like a Murphy Brown. For example, oh, I want to do Murphy Brown, though. We'll get there, guys. I loved Murphy Brown as a kid. Weird. Um, <laughs> but what is one thing that some of all of our favorite shows have done over the years? Do you want me to answer this question? I do. Yes. Are you going to wait for silence? No. <laughs> they go on vacation. Yes. And sometimes they go on vacation out of desperation. So It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So this series is going to be Desperation Vacation, the vacation they take to maybe save the show, or it's like, we've 
done a bunch of other stories. What yeah. else are we going to do? Um, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yes, as we will as we will discuss. So we're going to do, it's going to be a, spoiler, four-part series. And every single episode is going to feature a different location. And we'll have several different shows that we talk about. But the first one is near and dear to my heart. Where are we going to be talking about? We're going to somewhere I've never been. Ooh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, we will, maybe this will be reason for you to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Just to be like, it's research for fans. Yeah, I mean, some of them did convince me. Really? How are you not convinced just before? I don't know. <laughs> just I, Hawaii. That's a lie. In general, it's pretty great. Um, okay, so we have several shows that we want to talk about that went on vacation. What should we start with? Okay, we're going to start with probably your pick, I would guess. This is a. <laughs> but Saved by the Bell, Hawaiian style. <sighs> Guys, okay. We'll get to my actual like opinion on it and my real sentiment okay. on this. Yeah. But should we explain? Well, this was a movie, a TV movie. Correct. In prime time. In prime time. We have a promo for it. I'm going to play it right now. Friday, take to the tropics for Save by the Bell, the movie. Nightmare in paradise. Feel the adventure. <laughs> Live the romance. Maybe you should slow down, huh? That's too late. And expect the unexpected. Escape to a Hawaiian paradise. Save by the Bell, the movie, Friday at 8, 7 Central on NBC. <laughs> I mean, all the sound effects really like, like kill me. pretty good, but in syndication, right, this is like four parts. Correct. This is a four part episode. Yes, and if you were to look it up on IMDb, it's actually not, it doesn't flow into the rest of Save by the Bell. It's, it's, its, own, like, separate its own separate thing. thing. Very similar to the college years, the, the wedding, the Las Vegas wedding. That's its own separate show. Um, and as anyone who is a good fan of Save by the Bell knows, the last season has some continuity issues um, <laughs> because of like Kelly leaves, Jesse leaves, people come back, they filmed things sort of out of order. This is one of those things as well. So, Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style, it occurred, like, it's supposed to occur during the continuity of the original series during a summer holiday, but they actually filmed it, like, after the graduation episode, but it airs before the graduation episode. And essentially what happens, for those of you that don't remember, um, in this movie, Kelly's grandfather invites the kids to stay at his hotel in Hawaii. However, someone else is out to buy his land and build a new hotel resort complex, and the group has to save the hotel. Uh, Two weeks of fun in the sun. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So... First of all, first and foremost, this show does not have its original theme song. No, it spent money. It They spent some money because they got like the full song. The theme song for this movie was Summertime by the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy yeah. Jeff. Um, <laughs> and they basically play the entire thing. Yeah. But I think what's more important, it's my favorite part of this entire series, or at least the first 30 minutes, okay. is that there are like... Three original songs <laughs> yes. in this. Not sung by the cast, just original songs for the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I do have one to play because <clears throat> it is insane. Oh, baby, I've gone away. 
I mean, I, it's kind of everything you want. I'm surprised I could not find this anywhere except the show. I had to record it from Hulu. Oh. Like, I couldn't find it on YouTube. It's not an album, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it really is a highlight. Yeah. The I will say the one thing about this series or this, like, movie is that it honestly feels very different from the rest of the show like it feels like a soap opera the way it's filmed yes okay do we want to talk about what happens at all in in the actual movie okay so they go to kelly's grandpa's hotel yes and they're on oahu by the way for anyone that cares about which actual island People they're in care. in hawaii if they're taking a trip and they want to go yeah Live their Say by the Bell life. <laughs> um, so they go there. The whole gang is there. And who do they run into immediately at the airport in Hawaii? Mr. Belding. And a hot girl. And a hot girl. But Mr. Belding is also there. He's leading like a principal's con- like Like a tour. retreat. Yes. Um, and so they, they vow to stay far away from each other. But of course, Zach, me and Zach, meets a girl like picking up her luggage. Who looks older. She, well, like too old for him, which we, we kind of find out. We learn later that she is she is older, um, and of course, then they end up like running into each other so many times, so many times. So it turns out, Mr. Belding, this pretty girl, they're all at the Evil Hotel. Yes, <laughs> they're at the like a big corporate resort. Yes, the ones that are trying to buy out Kelly's grandpa. Yeah, and nobody's at Kelly's grandpa's hotel except the gang, mm-hmm. and they're basically like, "How can we save this?" Place. Yep. So what do they do? They get up to some antics. And they're like, you know what? We know 40 people that could come stay at this hotel right away because Mr. Belding's got this this group. And so they go to the big corporate hotel and they pull all their antics, a lot of costumes, a lot of wigs. Um, this was the year Wayne's World came out and there is some <laughs> Wayne's World wigs and they just say like, do they say party on? They, they say do. some weird reference. So clearly they just loved Wayne's World. And they were like, hey, can we put this in the show? Totally. Um, and they like pretend to be a maid or fumigators to like ruin There's like, these principles. I feel like some borderline offensive <laughs> accents yes. in this montage. Oh, right off the bat, like this is whitewashed. Oh, my this, gosh. There's zero Hawaiian people in this entire episode. <laughs> only white people. <laughs> <laughs> like, And we'll talk about that with some of our other um, episodes as well, but like straight up, like there's like maybe one Hawaiian person they see the entire time they're in Hawaii, um, and it's just like, wait, what? Like, yeah, who? it's wrong. Um, but yes, so you know the gang they they ruin these principles times at the big hotel, and of course, like they encourage everyone to come stay at Kelly's grandpa's hotel, and they do, and then they have to work <laughs> like they're they're the crew at at Kelly's grandpa's hotel because he no longer has a staff. And there's a side storyline going on throughout this that screeches a god. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, Which is the only time anyone will ever say that. <laughs> yes, he is a, a misidentified or these native people, who are the only native people that we see, except there's only two of them, um, <laughs> believe that Screech is, uh, is returning to his homeland um, and that he is the rightful king of, of their land, which also is sort of adjacent to Kelly's grandfather's hotel. Um, and like Lisa, of course, Lisa the entire time is just like window dressing. Like she's, she does she's not there. Nothing. Like there's nothing for her. But as we learned doing some internet research, Lark Voorhees, who plays Lisa, 
got to just really just have a fun Hawaiian uh, vacation with her boyfriend at the time, Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah. Guys, they were having a time. Zach and Lisa were dating IRL. Like, what? I mean, I knew that, but I didn't realize it was during this time. Um, also, they all look straight up 25 years old, and they're yeah. playing 17-year-olds. Zach's hair is like a highlighter yellow. <laughs> well, because he doesn't actually have blonde hair. Like, they dyed it. Yeah, but they blonde—that blonde is so bad. It, this is a rough it's blonde. It's like slick Kendall hair that's highlighter blonde. Yes, it's— <laughs> It's very, very uh, awkward. But also, there's a lot happening. Yeah, it's four parts, guys. Yeah, it's four parts, two hours. So, enter a handsome guy named Brian Hansen, a.k.a. Brian Brian Handsome. And he's like Kelly's love interest for a while. I lost my damn mind as soon as he came out. I was like, how do I know this guy? That's Brad from Teen Witch. Like... (laughs) I can vouch. I she freaked out. know him. And it's really funny that he dates Kelly in this because, like, within the same year, I think, or, yeah. like, around the same time, mm-hmm. these two actors are both in Son-in-Law, mm-hmm. and they date in Son-in-Law. I kind of forgot that she was in Son-in-Law. Which I think we've talked about Son-in-Law a few episodes ago. Yeah, that I love. Yeah. Um, the Polly Shore classic, Son-in-Law. <laughs> Look it up. Um, anyway, so a lot is going on. Like, Kelly's dating Brian Handsome, who, like— has a yacht and a Porsche and like I all love saying Brian Handsome. I love saying Brian Handsome too. Zach's falling for this woman Andrea who we met at the airport and who we keep seeing. And what we end up learning is that Andrea, in in a way to kind of like turn scare Zach him away. off, yeah, scare him off. She tells him that she has a child, Jennifer, a four year old. I made a note that says Jennifer daughter. <laughs> so I think that's her full name. Jennifer daughter Mm -hmm. and so we learn that Andrea is like 22 years old she she gives this montage that like straight up is just it's like so many things that are subversively like don't have sex kids like stay in school like she like has this whole like dialogue that lasts like 30 seconds and you get all these messages from and essentially she got knocked up in high school and she she says it was a mistake although she loves Jennifer Um, but in this two-week period Zach somehow falls in love with her yeah. Question mark. And he like wants to stay. He's in like Hawaii. ready to be a dad. He's ready to be a dad. He builds the most intricate sandcastle I've ever seen. Didn't I know mean, he was if capable. You are coming into a single parent relationship. The only way to charm a child is with a big sandcastle. Uh, like, you have to. Yes. Um, so essentially, all of this is happening. Of course, you know, the gang is up to their antics. Jesse and Slater like getting in fights. Connie Kelly each other and pigs. Brian Handsome are like rubbing shoulders on a boat <laughs> literally rubbing shoulders yeah it's like sunscreen yes and what we ultimately learn is that brian handsome is a double agent <laughs> no here we didn't even learn it really <laughs> we were like oh he's in on it oh yeah. he's in on it the whole time we finally found out both of us genuinely gasped like we didn't know <laughs> true the whole time we're like, <gasps> and here this is where lisa is important yeah she overheard on the car phone yeah the conversation about loans and blah 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 Rule number one, you always drive away before using the car phone. Yeah. Also, rule number one, don't tell people that your Porsche needs some time to warm up. Like, he was like, okay, bye, Kelly. Like, the Porsche needs some time to warm up. See ya. And Please she's like, leave. Okay. Yeah. And she does. And then Lisa overhears this conversation about loans. Um, but all in all, you know this, like, Save by the Bell is, like, my one true yeah, love. I do. Okay. I had seen this movie. I do not remember it being like so bad yes um i didn't remember it like touching my soul like the rest of the series had you know what i mean and watching it i was like it is 
extra cheesy. Like, yeah, I honestly did not like it. Did you, though? I mean, I love the original <laughs> songs. I love Brian Handsome. I did get some gems out of it. Yeah. But I didn't like it. It wasn't, I don't know, it didn't even have, like, a campy, so bad it's good feeling. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not as fun as the rest of kind of the series. But you can kind of feel it. Like, there's also no message either. You don't, it's not, like, about being friends. No, It's forever. just, like, they literally went on vacation. That's and it. some things happen to each of them. Yeah, and, like, they save Kelly's grandpa's, spoiler. Like, I don't even dog. know why Justine Slater were there. No. There's they no- just, like, helped cook. There's no purpose for Jesse, Slater, and Lisa. And, like, really screech. Like, no one really, like, does anything. Um, But overall, I think, like, what we're going to do with each of these is we're going to give a a desperation level. Um, So 1 to 10, 1 being no desperation, which is kind of fun, like a fun thing that they did. 10 being high, like, oh, no. 10 being, like, this show's done. We got to save this show. We got to go somewhere fun. What do you give this i'm giving this an eight because this is a transitional period for the like the whole show yeah they're about to go into like college years some people are leaving mm-hmm. they're they don't know what to do so they were like hey you know it'd be fun let's just go to hawaii we'll figure it out do you think there was any part of it that was like hey guys we're gonna send you on a hawaiian vacation you should stay on the show like i wonder if there was unrest already with like tiffany amber Thiessen and elizabeth berkeley and they could sense that they were kind of like eh, i'm out i'm over this like maybe we should like do something fun to kind of like maybe get them to stay i don't know it doesn't it just doesn't feel genuine yeah. it feels forced mm-hmm. And it's weird. It's, I don't know. I know. It's not what I expected. Yeah. I will say, the only reason I'm going to not give it such a high grade, I'm going to say like a six, is because this isn't the first time they did this, right? It wasn't like the first time they went anywhere. Like, they went, you know, they had the whole Malibu Sands Beach Club, so they're Mm -hmm. kind of like away from the school. They also went to Palm Springs. Um, Kelly's dad gets married. So, like, there are other sort of excursions that they go on before this. But it's not an A TV movie. No type of way correct um but it just i'm gonna give it a six on a desperation level but on a fun level guys i'm gonna give it like a four and you know how i feel this is like a will and grace situation for me (laughs) to like shit on i'm not shitting on it but like have you tried to watch will and grace no no i don't want to talk about it um but like it i will say like watch it it's funny it's fun to like remember and there are a couple of things that are like very amusing um primarily the hula dance at the end where they like remix it and there's like an electric ukulele maybe it's watch it just for that it's in the fourth episode i did make a note that i think i should just bring up because of our previous conversation okay they say like let's have some hot snacks what's a hot snack (laughs) we did say that i don't know nuts hot dog is that a snack again oh that's a meal that feels like a meal anyway okay all right next show this one you were like insistent. This that one we I was had like, to do. we are doing. And then he also said, I'm also going to talk about a bonus episode after. <laughs> like, yes. I have to talk about yeah. it. It was like when I called my Freaks and Geeks episode. You were yes. like, we're doing this. It's like, we're talking about we're this. We're doing this. What is it? Okay. 1972, The Brady Bunch, season four, did a three part Hawaii episode. Hawaii bound, past the taboo, and the tiki caves. And if you're following along, they are in Oahu. <laughs> So the Bradys go to Hawaii because Mike has to go there for work. And yeah. his company was like, why don't I pay for 
every member of your family, including Alice. Including your maid. Yeah. So you can, like, work for one day and then just hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a good vacation at first, but Bobby finds a tiki doll on a construction site, and he thinks it's good luck, but it's bad luck. But it's bad. crazy things start to happen. First of all, in comparison, I will say way more Hawaiian people in this episode. Yeah. I Actual thought, Hawaiian people. Yeah, I was like, this is almost like an advertisement for Hawaii. It's, the first, most of the first episode is just them having a good time in Hawaii and like learning Hawaiian culture. Yeah. And the exterior shots of the Sheraton Waikiki. Yeah. I was Which... Like, you can still go to today, uh-huh. and it looks the same. Oh, right. did they update the rooms at all? Probably. Okay, but I hope the so. outside looks exactly the same. Did you Google Maps it? Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, okay. One of my favorite things about this is they go to Pearl Harbor in the first episode, mm-hmm. and it's like very somber. Oh, like, yeah. For the Brady Bunch. Yes. Mike reads the entire plaque aloud, and there's like sort of patriotic music in the background, and like you could patriotic tell, Hawaiian music. Patriotic Hawaiian music. Patriotic and, meets Hawaiian meets Brady. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so garbage. My aesthetic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are wearing all red today, so you are a little with a scarf. Yes. Yes. That kind of weirdly is your aesthetic right now. Um, it feels like the the Bradys were like, you know what, guys. We're going to do this. We're going to do it right. We're not going to, like, make it fluffy for these vets. This yeah. is a serious thing. And it was like, I felt it. Like, it was, like, kind of emotional. It was, it was also kind of awkward because yeah. that's not what you expect from a Brady at all. No, not not at all. Um, but so, yeah, that was part. I was really, really into their 70s Hawaiian apparel. Oh, there's an outfit that Marsha wears. Are we talking about the same thing? Is it the dress? It's, it's like a dress, but maybe a jumpsuit. Oh, uh-huh, Maybe, like, uh-huh. an overlay over yes. a jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. It's so Cool, guys. <laughs> but that whole scene at Pearl Harbor, everyone, everyone around, like the the stand-ins, the background actors are all, their costumes are great. Like, where do we find that 70s yeah. Brady look? Um, so Bobby gets this tiki idol. Yes. And it's how big would you say? It's probably like six inches. Yeah. Yeah. It's like six inches. And he's like, I'm going to make it into a necklace. But the really important thing about it is there's like a little like flute recorder sound uh-huh. every time. Yeah. It's amazing. Pan flute? Yeah. Do you have a clip? Yeah. Play it. Like, we needed that. Yeah. You thank didn't you. know you needed it, but you need it. It's, it's like iconic. A, it's like a weird personification of the taboo. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, another little fun thing they run into Don Ho. Why not? Casual. Casual. And he, like, plays them a full song and a ukulele. It's great. Um, but again, thanks for including actual Hawaiian people. Yes. Brady's. And I thought for like 1972, like, wow, that's a, wow, you're really doing it. Whereas Saved by the Bell came out in what, 93? 92, yeah. It's just white people. Straight it's white people. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Except Lisa. Um, okay, so essentially what happens is Bobby has this taboo, thinks it's good luck. Actually, bad luck. And he, it, he keeps losing it. And like everyone keeps well, finding it. He gives it. To Greg to wear for a surfing contest. Yes. Which, can we back up real quick? (laughs) Greg is like, first of all, I forgot how creepy Greg is. Like, he's just, like, hounding on girls the whole time. Well, here's the thing. Do you want to know, like, what really happened during Hawaii? Obviously. Maureen McCormick and Barry Williams shared their first kiss on this vacation. (gasps) What? And incest. Like, their first kiss together, but Maureen McCormick's first kiss ever. Was with him? Mm -hmm. Her brother? Yeah. Weird. So this kicked off a little season four romance. 
in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, and also, fun fact, Barry Williams has the taboo. No way. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is a good fun fact. So he is like, you know what? Oh, there's a surfing competition. Let me get in on that. Like, so, <laughs> so <laughs> preposterous that Greg could even potentially compete in he a He did Hawaiian... his own surfing, and it shows. It definitely shows. But, like, literally Bobby says this, or maybe Peter says it. It's like, Hawaiians can actually surf before they can walk. Like, that's a thing. They get their kids out there, like, when they're, like, one I or really two. wish my family would have like thrown me in the water as a baby because now I'm not a good swimmer and I could I could use that you could you could use it but it's just like it is in their blood and even just people not like not native Hawaiians like people who grew up there whatever like surfing is a way of life so much so that when I was on my most recent Hawaiian vacation when you watch the surfing channel which exists if someone is from the United States they designate them as USA unless they're from Hawaii and they say they're from they Hawaii their own. yes it's like its own country and greg's just like oh i can compete no you can't greg like (laughs) it doesn't matter even if you have this evil good luck like bad luck charm you can't you can't so of course he can't he gets he wipes out he wipes out hardcore music won't tell you that it's very upbeat yeah it's like hawaii 50 brady bunch style yeah real fun time greg's straight up drowning and the music's like like it's like Super fun. And then that's where the first episode ends. Is Greg going to be okay? I don't know. But he is. But he is. He's fine. Spoiler. He's fine. Um, my favorite part of actually the entire things are the voiceovers that give you the summaries from the previous episodes. It's so weird, right? I loved it. I was like very informative and I like this guy's voice. Um, so essentially, more bad luck comes on the Brady kids. Jan picks up a tarantula along the way that, that ends up on Peter's bed. <laughs> I don't know how that tarantula got so far. I don't know. It was literally everywhere. It was very far. Um, like Alice throws her hip out trying to hula dance. Mm-hmm. Like whoever has this taboo tiki idol, something bad's going to happen. Bad luck befalls them. Yes. So ultimately, what the boys decide to do is that they know they got to get rid of it. And they go seek the counsel of an older a Hawaiian man, and he tells them what they need to do, and they need to go to some ancient burial grounds that straight up looks like the back lot at Paramount, <laughs> and uh, then they discover a secret cave, and while in said secret cave trying to get rid of the taboo, they discover a professor. Who is that professor played by? He is played by Vincent Price. Did you lose your mind? Yeah, I totally forgot. Do you feel like you need to educate some of our listeners on Vincent Price? No, I feel like people should know. If you don't, like, who are you? It's always weird to me that Edward Scissorhands, Scissorhands was his last role. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, okay, real quick. Vincent Price was, like, in every horror movie ever, like, in the 40s. Not everyone, but, like, that's what he's known for. It's, like, film noir, horror. He's got that amazing voice. Oh, amazing. Um, and... But I feel like they really didn't utilize him right. enough yes. in this. And for some reason, he's always talking about his beans. <laughs> he is talking about his beans a lot. Now you think about it while I go reheat my beans. I don't And like, where's he reheating them? In my brain, I was like, you just end up a microwave. And yeah, then you're I in realized, a cave. Yeah, you're like over a campfire. You have a hot plate, <laughs> but then you don't have an outlet. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
Um, but so basically he threatens to like, he, he doesn't threaten. He holds the boys hostage. Like he ties them up to tiki idols and is convinced that this taboo, they stole it from the cave and they're like, no, no, we found it in Waikiki and like in Honolulu. Like, and he won't, he's crazy. He has like a very Wilson situation mm-hmm. with uh, a tiki doll. But- um, it, the cave is not that deep. He could walk five steps and be outside. Yeah. This is a choice he has made. Correct. And essentially, he, he he doesn't want anyone to steal the credit for these artifacts. He's a professor. He wants his academic due. Um, but being good parents, Mr. and Mrs. Brady go searching for the boys, and they find them. And when they do find them, they're not really very mad. <laughs> no. for tying up their it's kids. It's like a total Mike Brady move. Yeah. He's like, oh, well. Gives a lecture. Everyone goes home. Yeah. And then they, like, vouch for him that he discovered these artifacts. And then, like, the school gets renamed after the professor, like, the wing at the school. And I was like, what? What? They're, so, it, <laughs> they're very nice to him considering he's crazy and, like, They knew how to handle the situation. <laughs> oh, I do want to say they go to Hawaii in a very Brady sequel. Because mm-hmm. of these episodes, mm-hmm. you know, just, I just, just throwing it out there. Movies. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Um, okay, in terms of desperation level, what do you think? I'm giving this like a two. Yeah, me too. It's fun. Whereas, like, Save it's the so Bell fun. is not fun. This is so fun, and it just and feels believable. This isn't new for the Bradys because in the beginning of season three, mm-hmm. they go to the Grand Canyon for a couple episodes. Okay. So they're, like, getting used to taking a vacation every season. Uh Uh-huh. But let me take this moment to talk about the episode I want to talk about. Okay. So when we were going through places and episodes we could do for this series, there was one that didn't quite fit, and I just need to talk about it because it is the Brady Bunch. Okay. But it's the Brady Bunch when they go to Paramount's Kings Island, which is a theme park in Ohio. We couldn't find other shows that went to Ohio? <laughs> Probably not. Um, Greetings from Ohio. <laughs> it's, it's just Kings Island now. Paramount is no longer attached. Okay. But um, the Brady Bunch go there, uh, probably for Mike's work again. I don't know. And there's actually pop-up video, briefly did like a pop-up video for TV episodes. Mm-hmm. And you can watch this on YouTube. It's for this Kings Island episode specifically. And you learn because there's roller coasters and obviously the cast rides them and stuff. Yeah. There was a camera mounted to the roller coaster. Yeah. And I think it was Mike. The guy who plays Mike was like, I don't think that's safe. Like, (laughs) you should do a test run. They do a test run. The camera, like, whips off. And had a Brady been on there, it would have, like, killed them. Decapitation. Yeah. Not great. Not what you want. And you can tell because then they they actually ride the roller coaster. Yeah, and then they show, like, Marsha's like, Yeah, she is scared the whole time. She's like, well, this could be my death. Um, Um, But it's just a really fun episode, and I love that they went to Ohio. Yeah. Just because it was owned by Paramount. My favorite thing about the pop-up, because you sent it to me, is that, like, everyone else there is like, ugh. Yeah, everyone, there's not extras. It's just people at King's Island. Yeah, and they're just jumping the lines and stuff, and everyone's so pissed. Some people are are trying to be cool and just, like, looking into to the camera. It's great. Yeah, it's super fun. Desperation level four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think the Brady's, I really remember these episodes. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you were a kid, you know, around my age, so I feel like late 20s, mid 30s, like the Brady's were like in heavy syndication when I was a kid. Nick at night. Nick at night. And just like 
I feel like even TBS, which is like where Save by the Bell is in heavy syndication as well. But um, so I remember these episodes and I remember them being sort of fun. And I do that like the tiki noise is like like burned into my brain. Like <laughs> I can like hear it. Even before we started watching these episodes, I was like, uh-huh, I know what you're talking about. Um, okay. We're going to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. So Brady's super, super fun. The next episode is a show I don't think we've ever talked about on this no, podcast. No, because I don't watch it. So I don't hate it, but I don't watch it. So we'll get to it because I sort of forgot how funny it is like in watching this episode. So we are talking about South Park going native. Um, and this is an episode where Butters decides to begin a journey where he will follow in the path of his Hawaiian ancestors. <laughs> it, it was a funny episode. It was very funny. So first of all, this was season 16, which means I think they're like on season 21, 22. Are, do you think they are going to outlive The Simpsons? They might because it's way easier to make an episode. Yeah, that's uh, not as good. So... I don't feel like people talk about it as much as they used to. Like, I feel like South no. Park reached, like, peak, like, with the whole, like, John Travolta episodes and, like, the Michael Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, those episodes are, or the Tom Cruise episode, too. I think that's the same as the John Travolta one. Um, but, so, <laughs> essentially, Butters learns that his family is from Hawaii. Um, I have a very funny clip. I don't about want him that. to go, Stephen. He's too young. It's our people's way, Linda. You know that better than I do. Then we can go with him. You know that's not allowed. Will somebody tell me what the friggity fuchs may is going on? Butters, you've reached the age where you must journey to your birthplace for the ceremony of Hapanoa. But I'm from here. No. We moved here just before you started preschool. You were born in our native land, Butters. A distant and very secluded island world called Hawaii. We're from Hawaii? I just like how he's like, you mean we're from Hawaii? (laughs) Instead of like, Hawaii. Um, But yes, the whole time, I can't tell who they're making fun of. (laughs) That was my only thing. I'm like, "Mm." I I mean, I think they're making fun of, well, we haven't really gotten into the episode, Uh but these... These Hawaiian ancestors is yes. what they're making fun of. Okay, so they use the word Howley like 50 times. Um, and depending on who you ask, and I think kind of depending on what island you're on, so this whole episode is in Kauai. I will say a couple of things. The Lahui Airport looks exactly like that. Um, that was where I most recently went. And also they mentioned the Fern Grotto, which I have been to, and it looks exactly like that. But um, so the word Howley is kind of a racial slur (laughs) Um, and depending on who says it or the tone that they say it can can it can be really mean but basically it's like anyone who is white in Hawaii regardless of how long you have lived there so if you or just visited so if you're like a tourist you can be described as a Hali or if you've lived there for like four generations but you're white as long as you're like not a native Hawaiian you're a Hali okay Um, so they do they say it Literally 1,000 times. Um, But the whole episode is about kind of people who go to Hawaii and are like, oh, I'm a native. And they've lived there for like nine months. And they're like, they've been there for nine months and then are like, these tourists, I hate all these people, like blah, blah, blah. And Butters basically learns that his family moved to Colorado before he was in preschool. And he returns to Hawaii to sort of like his native land, (laughs) native land to go through sort of like a 
like a bar mitzvah of sorts. <laughs> like he's like becoming a man and he needs to like lose his anger a little bit. And he he goes um, to the to the Sheraton again. Like is Sheraton just like paying for everything yes. <laughs> in all of these Hawaii episodes? Um, but yes, I sort of forgot how much I like South Park in watching this episode. Um, and Kenny goes goes with Butters um, to Hawaii, and he's still in his snowsuit. Of course, time. he has like, to be. Wait, but it's hot. Like, I thought he would at least take off, like, the bottom part of it and just, like, keep the the, the hood. I didn't understand all of the Safeway references in this episode. Yeah, I had to explain to you. I was like, is that a grocery? <laughs> it was a grocery store, and that they also have them in Northern California. Yeah, I was like, what? And in England. But they actually own a lot of grocery stores like yes. the ones we shop at yes they do um my one question is there's a guy in this episode who looks exactly like james lipton and i, I did like, not notice that purposeful this. <laughs> most likely knowing the creators of South Park. probably they just pulled in their old like character designs and they're like throw that guy in there um i feel like you have some commentary about like what actual hawaiian <laughs> residents yeah. thought about it well i mean so the white people in this episode are the worst. I feel like the worst. we have not talked about that yes. enough. <laughs> no, everyone everyone in this episode is, like, terrible, pretty much. Also, only, yeah. like, one real Hawaiian person in this as well, but animated, so it doesn't feel as bad. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of this episode, coming or of Butters going to his homeland, is actually based on a Star Trek episode. Oh. Um, I did not know that. And um, as well as Avatar, for some reason, mm-hmm. a... Uh, let's see. A big issue while writing the episode was to avoid focusing on the native Hawaiians owning timeshares since that was a major plot in the like a previous episode of South Park. What? Do you remember? Are you no. familiar? Uh-uh. I'm not a South Park watcher. Uh-huh. I mean, I do know some epi- like key episodes, yeah. but I'm not well-versed in that world. Uh-huh. Well, it's also 21 seasons. So, yeah. Like and I wanted a lot of time. I wanted more fun facts from this episode, but I mean, it's a 30-minute cartoon. What can you ask for? Mm-hmm. But I did find that like someone on Reddit was like, uh, "Is anyone from Hawaii? Like, have you seen this episode? What did you think about it?" And I I copied a, com- a oh, couple no. of the com- No, they were good. Oh, I, good. I copied a couple I was of say, the don't comments. Don't ask the internet for their opinion. Yeah, like, you should people never are do gonna that. Give it to you. I mean, we asked about almonds and mounds, and look what we got. <laughs> um, I'm a native Hawaiian. I thought it was hilarious. A perfect satire. Um, it perfectly describes the white people that visited the islands and forgot to leave. Uh huh. I thought it was one of the funnier episodes and quite accurate on certain issues. Um, I I don't know if we can grab a clip of this. I want to, but there's for some reason an Elvis ghost in this episode, yes, uh-huh. and he just like speaks in Elvis noises, yeah. and it is hilarious. It's the best part for me. <laughs> that was almost the clip I pulled, but I was like, you need context. No, you don't. <laughs> That's what he does, and he like leads Candy to like a bunch of vodka. Um, I will say, when we were in Hawaii most recently, you know, as everyone does, like in this episode, everyone who goes there is like, this is the best place in the world. Like, everyone who goes to Hawaii, like, can't shut the fuck up about Hawaii. And there's a reason why. Because it's great. And it's amazing. And you're like, it's still America. Like, it's delightful. Mm-hmm. And so my husband was looking up an article about, like, moving to Kauai, like, blah, blah, blah. And he found the first blog post he found was like, don't do it! Because all of these people who are tourists moved to Hawaii, particularly Kauai, which is only, like, 50,000 people. So right. it's basically like moving to a small town. And you think it's going to be great. There's nothing to do. Like, no, no, like, 
musical acts are ever like coming to Kauai. You know what I mean? You're never going to like mm-hmm. see Selena Gomez in concert. Like there's no like big city. <laughs> that was your reference. <laughs> yes, I don't know. But like there's, you know, like there's not a ton of like theater or like things like that. Like it's real quiet. There's a lot of chickens and like it might seem great for like the week that you're there, but actually moving there terrible idea and it was just like warning warning like there was like an animated gif like do not move to hawaii noted noted um visit lovely place to visit where do you think this falls at the desperation level i do feel like in general because this is a season 16 of south park there's not this is not the best episode of South Park. No, um, I'd give it a four or five. Yeah, I actually would say it's it's higher on the desperation level because I think, much like other shows, they're like, we are running out of ideas. Um, and so it feels more like, oh, shit, like we don't know what to do as opposed to like, we got to save the show. Like it's not like that in the way that like Save by the Bell was, mm-hmm. um, but it was just like, oh. Well, it's un- Wouldn't it be funny if, like, the whitest kid on the show is actually Hawaiian? Like, it, you know, something like that. Like, it's something silly that somebody pitched in the writer's room, and then they were like, well, I guess we're doing that because yeah. we got a week, and we don't know what else we're going to do. Um, it didn't really showcase Hawaii. There was more just, like, the white people yes. taking over But I will Hawaii. say the scenes where they animated Kauai, like, they nailed it. <laughs> like, every single place, I was like, uh-huh, that's a that's a real place. Like, I've been there. Like, when they talk about Bubba's Burgers, real place. <laughs> it's good. I've been there. Um, anyway, okay. Final. What's our final? Guys, I was really excited to watch this. Then it became really long and boring. <laughs> Charlie's Angels, Angels in Paradise, part one and two. And this is 1977. Correct. They actually go back in 1981. Okay. So tell us about it. What happens? So, first of all, Cheryl Ladd's first episode. Oh, yeah. As soon as the angels welcome Jill's younger sister, Chris, to the team, the welcome party is cut short when Charlie is kidnapped. The trio must travel to Hawaii to save Charlie from the wicked Leilani Sako, who threatens to kill Charlie unless the angels smuggle her husband out of jail. The girls succeed to get Billy out, but before they can make the exchange, Charlie is taken hostage by an even more vicious Mr. Blue, who wants Billy dead. Poor Charlie. I'm going to say this right now. I watched the whole thing. I'm still not sure why Mr. Blue is there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Poor Charlie. Double kidnap. Double kidnapped, but, like, so smooth the entire time. Yeah. Well, yeah. My number one question, is Charlie hot? <laughs> yeah. I kind of want, watching this, although I was bored, I want to do an entire series on Charlie's Angels. Really? It's amazing. So, for those of you that don't know, and I think most people, when they think Charlie Charlie's Angels, they think Farrah Fawcett. Mm-hmm. Farrah Fawcett was only in season one. I did not know that. Yes. Like, she was like, you'd think she'd at least make it two seasons. No. So, she was when a big Farrah deal. Fawcett left, she was Farrah Fawcett Majors. Majors. Mm-hmm. And, like, Cheryl Ladd was coming in, was, like, trying to be cool with everybody. So, she wore a shirt that said, Farrah Fawcett Minor, <laughs> to the set her first day. <laughs> it's totally something I would do. <laughs> like, it seems cool, and it's not. It's not. It's so lame. <laughs> charming though it's also like she tried hi yeah totally she's just like trying to make friends and like be funny okay so this angels in paradise is one of six two-hour specials that happens on charlie's angels okay it's filmed in honolulu Mm -hmm. which is in oahu yes (laughs) get out your map kids and of course los angeles Mm -hmm. because where else would you film an episode about hawaii yeah 
I will say that, uh, spoiler save by the bell, a lot of it filmed in Malibu as well, but they do actually go to yeah. Hawaii. I wonder, like, what the time frame is, like, how long, like, 60% of the episodes Hawaii, 40% LA? Hmm. I don't know. How does that work? I wonder, I wonder if it's because you, like, got to send the whole crew, or, like, do they have crews there to work on it? You know what I mean? A lot of filming and production does go on in Hawaii in general. A lot of movies, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, okay, what else? Most importantly, also as a cameo from Don Ho, <laughs> the only Hawaiian celebrity <laughs> in the 70s. <laughs> or, like, ever? No. Who else is a famous Hawaiian? Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I'm sure yes, there's more. Lilo. I feel bad now. Moana. Sorry. Obviously. No. I'm missing that. Um, so, th- the angels go to Hawaii yeah. to save Charlie. Mm-hmm. Bosley also goes because, of course, he does. Yeah, he's got to go. He's the, f- he's the funny one. Mm-hmm. We need it. We need him. So, they get there, and they're just kind of, like, figuring stuff out. They meet with this Leilani woman mm-hmm. who's, like... Kind of a bitch. Well, and of course she, she is. <laughs> she's like, extorting them. She's like, get my husband out of jail. So they do it. But everything they do is like crazy. In the first 20 minutes, there's like there's like a weird explosion or something. They have to like hide behind barrels. Someone gets shot while surfing. Mm-hmm. They like Ooh. have a MacGyver grocery list of nonsense things that they, they're going to need, which I don't think they really use okay. later on. Mm-hmm. What is this? A scavenger hunt? Read that list again, Bosley. I think we left something off. Two dozen large firecrackers, two straw hats, a jean outfit my size. And make sure you've washed them several times so they look worn, Bosley. Yeah, yeah. A black wig, a bow and arrow, and a Chinese grandfather. Yeah, we need a grandmother, too. They get this guy out of jail. He's just like a wonderful, like, pleasant person, Uh which I thought he was going to be evil and, like, in on it. Because he's married to an evil lady. But then he gets kidnapped by this Mr. Blue guy who came out of nowhere. He's from Chicago. What? Why is he there? I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hot mess. Hot mess. So they're like basically just trying to save this guy, and I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. Like they get Charlie, but then, spoiler alert, at the end, Charlie swims away because <laughs> no one's allowed to see his face. It's actually really funny. There's like a false death report for Charlie uh-huh. and they have to come identify the body but they're like we don't know who, what he looks like we can't do it that's actually so have really to bring funny someone else in that's really funny i was actually surprised how funny this was uh-huh. before i got bored like it does have a good sense of humor bosley's hilarious he acts like he invented the mai tai uh-huh maybe he did maybe he did do we know but the main character of this show is the fashion oh okay tell me more actually I would like everyone to know that in your notes, it actually says, the fucking fashion. Yeah. <laughs> there were some amazing straw hats. I learned Charlie's straw Angels hats. had a budget of $20,000 per episode dedicated to the clothes. Really? Yes. I mean, 1970s money, that's money, money. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, now, like, $20,000 I'd take Where it. did this wardrobe go? Yeah. It's my dream wardrobe. Um, I actually asked a wardrobe question of my husband the other day about that. And he's like, it, they just go in boxes. Like, that's it for the most part. Like, we could probably find it. All right. I know. Guys, new mission. <laughs> I know. I am walking out the door right now. <laughs> Bye. Um, um, there's also a nudist scene. What? So, I don't know. Cheryl Ladd has to go, like, get some clues or, like, charm someone to find out information. Mm-hmm. And the only way she can go on the speech is to be nude. Okay. So, they show her, like, unbuttoning her shirt in a way 
where I questioned, like, is this okay for 1977 television? Like, you mean... It felt very scandalous. Maybe, like, standards had an issue with it? Yes. Or, like, maybe it was more scandalous and they had, like, reshoot it or something? Ooh. Now I want to go back and watch it. Yeah. Um, I bet it was. Uh, 77. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. It was basically just an extended version of a normal Charlie's Angels episode Uh with more Hawaii. The last five minutes was filler. They just danced. (laughs) For five minutes? It was like hula girls dancing and then they joined. Okay. It was basically five minutes. Do yeah. you think no dialogue. it is possible to have a Hawaiian episode without fire throwers and hula girls? I do think it's possible, but has any television show chosen not to use them? No. No. I mean, it's like, we're in Hawaii. Like, get Don Ho in there. Like, get Don Ho. Get some fire throwers. Get some hula girls. Like, get Don Ho in a hula skirt, throw in some fire. <laughs> Done. Check, check. Half the episode's written right there. Um, I don't know. I think it was fun. I'd give it, like, a five or six, only because it's Cheryl Ladd's first episode. They were like, we have to make this good. Farrah Fawcett was, like, amazing. Yeah. People are going to be mad she's gone. Yeah. How do we make this better? And so I think they succeeded. You do. But it, there was desperation there. Because so this is 77, so Charlie's Angels goes on for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, in my brain, I it's don't... It's like five think, or six seasons. Yeah. So in my head, I thought it was only three because I knew Farrah Fawcett was only on the first season. Um, but to me, the desperation level feels a little bit higher than that because it is season two. Like They're already reaching this far? They're already, like, shit, we got to go somewhere. We got to, like, make things bigger. Like, it just doesn't feel, like, sustainable. But I guess it, I mean, color me wrong because they last another, like, four seasons (laughs) after that. But, like, I don't know. It was kind of crazy to me. Um, I will say you have a line here that says the way that Kate says restaurant. Yeah, she says it like restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it was, like, a a choice, uh-huh. but I think that's just the way she speaks. Hmm. Restaurant. Restaurant. Maybe we need to like figure out where she's from and mm-hmm. feel like if that's like a, a weird colloquialism, tough word to say, from where, yeah. where she's from. That word like upset my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. There are actually a lot of other shows that have gone to Hawaii. I know people are going to be like, well, but what about Full House? House? What about Full House? Modern Guys, family. We'll get there. We will get there. We saved those shows for another episode. Mm -hmm. They go a lot of places. Yes. So, as mentioned, this will be a four-part series, and we're gonna we're gonna cover the globe, guys. We're leaving no stone unturned, except the stone of Hawaii. Honestly, we should have just done. Someone suggested we do Olsen twins as a series, and like, yeah, we could just do them going on vacation because they do a movie in every country. Olsen twins, Uzbekistan. Um, I wish that I wish that was one of. One I like of the how options. it wasn't even a creative title, just Olsen twins. <laughs> I said Uzbekistan. Um, yeah, but you get like passport to Paris, winning London. <laughs> okay, come up with something clever. Let me know. I'll get right on that. Um, okay, so do you have any other you know stray thoughts? Anything else you'd like to say about Hawaii? Hawaii. We got to get you to Hawaii. Yeah, I would love to go to Hawaii. Does Very anyone like have a timeshare or yeah, some something. hot connections? <laughs> I mean, hot, hot connections. I will give you some fangirl merchandise in exchange. Very, very surprising that none of these episodes were filmed in Maui because um, I feel like Maui is like the most Hawaii. Um, it's just like when you think of Hawaii, that's 
it's Maui is mm-hmm. really kind of what you think of. Um, but Oahu, it's where Honolulu is. It's basically just like another big city. Um, but yeah, only one Pearl Harbor. I was surprised by that. Yeah. But done well. Good job. Good job, Pretty Brady. Much. You gave they it were the, on it. You gave it the respect it deserved. Um, That's the best episode. I know you didn't ask me, but the Brady Bunch wins out of the Hawaii episodes. Yes. Oh yeah, I don't even argue with you on that. Um, I, you know, it makes me sad to say that Save of the Bell isn't better because I will say I love their Las Vegas one. Um, I cry. We'll have to watch it. Um, it's emotional. Um, but yes, the 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 Brady one and guys. Just watch it. It's so easy to watch. Yeah. It's super fun. And you just look at it and you're like, Carol, why do you need that coral pin? Like she needed it so bad. She needed All that she did, coral pin. Like her plot point for these three episodes was just to ask Mike for a coral pin from the gift shop. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't do anything else. Yeah. And it's the classic time when she's got that kind of like flip mullet thing yeah. going on. So her hair is like looking great. She's the only one in a one piece other than Cindy. Um all right, guys. So this was Hawaii. Next week, do we want to say where we're going to go? Yeah, sure. Where are we going to go? We're going to go to Europe. <gasps> Europe? Yeah, we're getting worldly. We are getting worldly. We're, we're really just trying to, like, cater to our international fans because we know we have to. Um, <laughs> we know we have hey, to. Hey, Thomas. <laughs> um, okay, so until next week, guys, um, as always, tell us about your favorite Hawaii moments. Even if you just want to, like, tell us about your personal trips to Hawaii. Yeah. Natalie needs to know why she needs to go. Um, so how yeah, there's a lot of chickens. They're only in Kauai. Okay. Only in Kauai. I want to go there. It's a very Kauai thing. Um, but yes, send us an email at hellofangirls at gmail.com. Uh, we're posting crazy debate topics on our Instagram <laughs> at Fangirl Fridays Podcast or our Twitter, FGF Podcast. Find us on Facebook. We have a Threadless store now. Yeah. Find us, guys. Find us, guys. Yeah, I feel like a, a spring break Fangirl Fridays uh, t-shirt would go really well with this Hawaii episode. Yeah. So get on that, guys. I have one. We can be twins. Um, okay, so until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye. Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. Download the TV Time app to track your favorite shows and join the Fangirl conversation. And be sure to follow us at Natalie Burris and Marin Zabrowski.